this promotion for this month is oh probably my good all month long it's probably the most for all you motherfuckers that have been waiting program and you haven't have. got started it's got to be year. it's got to be the most complete program we have right because it's the map pretty super much bundle. the kitchen sink we just all of the maps it only took it only took us two years to finally get here that's, exactly that's yeah. how important that's how like okay so if you're you, it's a cornucopia i have to say if you're somebody <laughs> who's just like tuning into mind pump in like the last three months like you guys, uh, you guys weren't a part of the process. Of it, the, yeah, right. The grueling process of getting this all together. So you guys get it when it's all, all complete and nice. Yeah. We now finally put Prime together. We have the maps anywhere. So if anytime you're traveling or you want to work out at home, you've got that set up for you. You know how to prime your body before you go into your workouts. Work on any of your imbalances that you have in your body. Teach you how to assess yourself. Then you go into all your programs. Then you get into your maps red, your foundational program. Then we move over into our maps mobility you guys get into all your mobility works and sessions for maps performance then you move on to your black maps maps aesthetic get into your focus sessions like i mean and then we get the youtube channel that's out so you can tie those in with that so those of you that want to modify and change change the and the promotion is you do that which has everything all your workout needs literally for the entire year we will give you for free the nutritional component yeah. you'll get the nutrition survival guide and the fasting guide for free, that's the promotion going on for this month. It's massive. It's basically everything, literally everything you need, nothing else. You need nothing else if you do that. It's the MAP Super Bundle, the free fasting nutrition survival guide uh, coming at you. You can find it, mindpumpmedia.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts. Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You know what I I forgot and am now being rem- uh, reminded very strongly? What's up? Hmm. And I'm not bullshitting. I'm not doing this. I'm trying to make a commercial. I swear to God, this is legit. <laughs> I swear to God. Listen, oh, I here it comes. I forgot just how uh, just how awesome uh, Maps Anabolic is. I hadn't done it in a while. <laughs> I've been doing. I did a lot of the maps. We've been stroking ourselves off a lot lately. No, 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 no. Let me tell you my personal <laughs> experience because I haven't done phase one maps uh, red training in a long time. Oh, really? Um, and so I'm back in phase one and doing the trigger sessions, which I hadn't done in a long time because I was doing either mobility sessions or focus sessions. So I'd avoided doing trigger sessions for a while, which are very different. And uh, do my strength is up, my appetite is up, libido is up, like all those same. You know symptoms that I got from from that phase one training, horrible, and it's also horrible symptoms. And it's one of the reasons why I get stuck in that phase. So I'm mm. I'm gonna make sure to get out of it uh, in a couple of weeks. But man, I'm feeling good, dude. Yeah. Feel great. I love it. The trigger sessions in particular, and they're they're uh, they're different than focus sessions because the focus sessions, I feel like you're obviously you're more targeted to what you're doing. The trigger sessions give you kind of this whole overall body. Um, recovery boost or whatever. Like I, I was real sore in part of my arm or whatever. That seems to be going away. Uh, feels I don't know. Feels good, man. Can we can we talk about um no. what it, what it's like? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> can I switch gears from your commercial? Of course. Although I appreciate the commercial. <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm, I'm just mind I'm just sound like a commercial. Mindpumpmedia.com. Yeah. Uh, no, <clears throat> I actually have had um way more way more trainers. Um, like inboxing me and messaging me than uh, I ever have. So, and I, and I know that like, you know, you guys know well too, in October, November, December, typically our business 
uh, starts to decline just because that's what happens during it the holidays. Sucks. Yeah, fitness in, in the in the winter months, uh, you know, people are holidays and families. I think and people travel. give up putting on their <laughs> fat sweaters. Yeah, I almost did, man. After well, Thanksgiving, I was and, like, "Fuck it." I'm well, just and a lot of people get in shape for the summer <laughs> and for the pool. So I'm not shaving my legs. It's very com- It's very <laughs> common, right? So uh, it, to see a flux right now is is a little unique, and I've noticed a lot of t- personal trainers that have been inboxing me and messaging me. And a lot of like just questions around that, you know, how do you become one and best certifications and what's your opinion? What's the pros and cons? And somebody asked that question. I just think it's a really cool uh, topic that uh, obviously we have a lot to talk about when it comes to that because of all of our years of experience of what are some of the pros and cons of doing what we do for a living? You know, what do you... Of being a trainer? Yeah. What do you love about it? Um and what do you not like about it? And what would you uh, tell somebody who hmm. is either one considering it uh, or already is and, and just starting their journey? Well, I love I love trainers. I love trainers because personal training or working in fitness reminds me of when you find someone who does uh, like art for a living or you know kind of these passion driven jobs. Very rarely do I meet a fitness professional who's like, you know, I say, why, why are you in fitness? Oh, because I want to make a shit ton of money. Yeah. It's usually because they really love working out. They want to help people. They want to be able to be in the gym all day long. They, they like that environment. It's kind of one of those passion-driven jobs. And um, I really like that uh, about about trainers is that they're, they're typically driven by the fact that they love you know, training people and working helping out people out, for helping the most people part. out. Yeah. And so uh, that, that I love a lot. Trainers tend to, because of that, then tend to be really good at some things and really bad at other things. Um, and I know we talk a lot about, uh, you know, bad things that trainers do, but for the most part, man, personal trainers, especially nowadays, the caliber of trainers, although there's still a lot of them out there that do horrible stuff as a general whole, man, trainers are a lot better today than they were when I first started training big time. Uh, oh no huge difference i mean god you remember getting started and there was like a, a stability ball a foam roll these tools didn't even exist you know things that we've incorporated uh now and and used on a regular basis with with helping people like even just programming like i remember at most trainers even like a decent gym you'd see them go from machine to machine to machine with their clients. Well, now I feel now I'm seeing better programming. Well, I've seen. Oh, I yeah. I, it's better. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's always great, but I feel like I've seen the pendulum swing both directions on that one. I feel like yeah. I've seen it go from we were here. We've been around long enough to have seen it when it was pretty it basic. Completely depends on which gym and the environment you're right, at. That you're, that <laughs> well, there's you're a big in. difference yeah. because I also think that and and maybe Instagram and social media is to blame for the the swing back the other direction because I felt like. You're right. Yeah, we, all we, the dummies get like you know all the attention initially. Yeah, right. So twenty years ago, you know, when we first started, um, I felt like back in the old days, it was very back old, very time. old. Back when weights were black and white, old school, <laughs> and you know there was still bro science and kind of like uh, programs were very uh, Manila, right? But I think that we saw that progress and trainers get better and better certifications and better information than the internet you know, starts to progress and now we have access to it on our phones and now we can get information. And so trainers are getting smarter and there's better certifications and we're, we're moving along that direction in science. So I, I noticed that this starts getting, but then, you know, here comes social media, Instagram, Facebook stuff, Twitter. And then now you have all these Insta famous people that people that are out there 
that you know because they look sexy like, or the, whoa they, people really like what i have to say it has yeah. nothing to do with my awesome ass yeah and that totally took it i feel like it totally regressed us we You're were so conceited justin we were I heading <laughs> we were heading the right direction with wow. with health and fitness and wellness and i felt like we we're we we're going the right direction and then all of a sudden we regressed way back you know i got a question for you though because part of this has to do with awareness let me ask you this question. If I plucked you from the gym, if I could go back in time and pull you out from when you first started, okay. so 15 years ago or whatever, okay. 20 years ago, All so right. you're a new trainer. I'm there. And I took you and moved you to today okay. and I had you judge trainers, mm. I bet you'd be like, wow, everybody, like these trainers are really good. I think the caliber's changed a lot. I think also our really? awareness has changed uh, so much. I don't know. I think I'm way more aware now. I would that's, go, so I, would I break go with, shit down now. I would go with Justin and say it would depend where I'm at then. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Because if you plucked me and you put me like in where the last facility he was working at, then yeah, it would be just mind blown. Well, yeah, yeah but even was, then, I was talking to like a lot of those guys from the stick mobility and, you know, some guys I worked with, and they actually would go to you know, different 24 hour fitnesses and, and these places to try and help to kind of teach a lot of the trainers and the staff that was there. And every time they would go to do this, they would come back and be like, Oh my God, that was painful. Really? You know? Yeah. Cause they just didn't understand basic biomechanics and, and, and you know, f- basic ways to, to train the human body. It was like, what? Yeah. Mm. I, yeah. I think, but here's the thing though. Trainers have been doing it for a long time. Uh, I think you get one of two people, the one person who gets kind of stuck in what they're doing. And then you get the trainers that progress quite a bit. And the trainers that I know that I, you know, have, that have been in the industry a long time, like I have, who still train, they've progressed a lot, man. Some of those trainers, I mean, a lot of them aren't trainers anymore, but the ones that still are. Oh, if you made they've it. They've progressed a if, lot, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, got I, really good. Some of the is, best trainers I know. This is one yeah. of those business you sink or swim. I mean, if you don't, if yeah. you haven't, if you've learned to survive in fitness for more than three years, uh, you, you, you've probably either one figured it out or you're on your way to figuring it out because you just can't, you, it's not a lot of money. It's not, a, it's not like this. It's already an 80, 20 rule as it is that, you know, 80% of the people are making 20% of the money and 20% of the people are making 80% of the money. It's already like that. And then the, even the, the top echelon is only, you know, it's like mid six figures. It's not like crazy money. And that's Bay. We're Bay area, Silicon Valley. So you know, the, the trainer rates and the amount of money that you can make as a trainer full time, because it never mathematically adds the way you think. So, okay, I, you know, I train, I charge $150 an hour. And if I train eight to 10 clients every day, five to six days a week, I'm a millionaire. Yeah. Right. I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> I wish the math looked like that, but when you're, when you're doing that kind of volume, the, the, there's still, a, the percentages are still there, right? Still five, 5% will get sick. Still 3% will cancel. Mm-hmm. Still 5%. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, so, and that's something that, you know, you bring something up. That's something that I didn't like about personal training was you did not work. It was very difficult. It took a long time to be able to work in a block of time. Yeah. It was usually like, I got some clients in the morning. Yeah, you definitely had to work Big ass break that. at this time. Couple clients here, big ass break. More oh, it clients. took me. It took so me you're a in the year fucking gym. It was. I was not. A, it wasn't a nightmare. Like that's. I oh yeah, was, you're in the gym from six a.m. to fucking you seven. Put in your time. Yeah, exactly. How, how many trainers did, did you? That. How many trainers too have you guys said, had that conversation with? Like when they're first starting and they're like, oh, um, I don't. Uh, Tuesday nights I like to be home by six, and then on you know Thursdays I have my 
good luck. Po- my poker night with my friends. So if I can be off by five on those nights, and then yeah. I can't work Saturdays or Sundays because you know that's you're, like, you're my, not going to make it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's no, dude. When you first start, like I work, you're at, there. You're in the gym all day. Yeah, all, because you're at the mercy of your the clients. And when you don't have very many clients and you first start off, you have to be flexible like that. You have to be able to say, okay, mm. I am crazy enough to get up at four o'clock in the morning to train that five o'clock that five a.m. and I will hang around and stay for that you know CEO that doesn't get off of work till 10 p.m. at night and train them. But it's not just that. It's also the majority of the market that you're going after. If you're a trainer, the majority of the clientele train or work out either before or after work. Yeah, because they have money. So so you don't have... (laughs) Because the people who work for a living. Yeah, because the people (laughs) who train at a... You rarely... I mean, come on, filling the times between... Unless they're retired and they have lots of money. Well, yeah, right. And and, and I think that that just takes... They own their own business. No matter how good of a trainer you are, it just takes time to fill a schedule between 11 and 3. It just takes time. That's what I'm saying. So that's the one thing... That's one of the things I didn't like about it is because if you got a client, odds are... They'd either want to come in before work or after work. And so you'd have this big ass break in the middle of the day, which if you have a family or whatever, that kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Cause you yeah. left for work in the morning and then you don't come back from work and unless you come back midday and then go back to work. And Some just, trainers, a lot of trainers do that. They drive back oh, and yeah. forth like three well, times. That is, that is a lot of what I didn't like initially about personal training. But then like you learn as you go off on your own, like exactly like you said, you have to determine your own. Uh, schedule and then you basically you know fit these these new people into your schedule and you, but it takes a while to but get it there. takes but you have to have the confidence in um, I mean you have to you have to be pretty pretty well established to even be able to do that what about what about clients what about when you first start off because I think eventually when you've been training for a long time you're not going to be training people you don't want to train, you know, because you can be a little bit picky. Oh, when that. you first, but in the beginning, you train you, some oh, people. God, you're like, you got to take everybody. Well, oh, and I think that's what takes. I think, and I think it's an important part of becoming a very good trainer. You have to learn to be, kind of become a chameleon. You have to learn to be mm-hmm. able to uh, have a conversation with a, a type of person that you may not have the same political views, and you may not have the same values, mm-hmm. and you may not agree with 90% of what they say but you just don't like them yeah right like (laughs) but they're also just so happen to be a very consistent client who comes in to train with you three times a week and is paying top dollar and they're very consistent it's always tough to do that too i'll tell you what man as a trainer because i'm such a passion driven person i really love people it's pretty rare that i don't like someone but especially when i first started there were people i just did not want to fucking train it happens you want to talk about you want to talk about a grind like a, a long fucking hour and in fact I, I mean, I'm going to be honest and just admit that there were times where I'd be like, we're going to end this workout 10 minutes early. So you wanna, because, And I'm going to make it harder <laughs> the last the 10 minutes before that, so you want me to end it 10 minutes early because I can't handle being So you want to know a twisted thing? Yeah. I, don't know how, I don't know how healthy this is. I hate is. to admit it, but yeah. I don't know how healthy. Yes, you guys did the same yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I hate it. What I used I to that. do is I actually used to put myself in those positions to challenge my own character. So you of take course the, you did. You yeah. take the person that you know, I, like, I hate I, this person. Yeah. I knew I would take, I had, in fact, my And then you would give them to me, yeah, asshole. Yeah. I, <laughs> I remember I had a client for what eight, a dick. eight yeah. years oh, who just handle. I, couldn't, I couldn't be on opposite ends of, you know, her beliefs and views and just everything from political, spiritual, mental, physical wants everything like we were so polar opposites and she you trained was, her for how long she was a mean evil person eight years <laughs> mean evil person <laughs> she was she was ex- in fact she used to she used to like she try feed off of my soul she used to like try and break me every time it was this it was this very very unhealthy relationship that i knew she had and it was like this this <laughs> this punishment thing and where 
it was she really, just talk shit to you or what? No, it was, she, would just, she, would, she would just, <laughs> she would bitch and she would complain. Like she would, she would complain about the, and she really, and why I took it on as a challenge was because it challenged me as a trainer. I always knew I had to create this very creative workout for her to appease her. And then I also knew that I had to work within <laughs> these parameters of what I knew was best for her. And then I also knew that like there was going to be think a very- she was into masochism? Probably, well, I'm sure she you was. You know what I mean? I could, and I knew that she was going to you. pick out at least one, if not all of the exercises that I chose and said, this is stupid. I don't want to do this today. And I would have to be on the fly, come up with something else. So, oh, like, that's the worst. Oh, I've yeah. had clients like that where, oh, you, where they're like- well, They just alter your entire no, course. No, no, no. They'll flat out tell you, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not yeah, doing yeah, that right yeah. now. That's exactly what she was like. That's too much. No, I'm yeah, not going to nah, do that. I, this, I, true story right here. This <laughs> I'll never stupid. forget. I only want to work arms today or something. One workout. Yeah. This, this happened to me. And it was just, this happened to be one of the days where I was just like not- she was my last client too to top it off my eight o'clock and she'd come in and she tells me like yeah we start the workout and she's like no i'm not doing that today i don't feel like doing that and then i take her the next no i'm not doing that and we must have went to like eight different things before finally i put her on her leg extension it was the first thing that she was like she did so i fucking kept her on the leg extension for an hour (laughs) for one hour dude we did sets on the leg extension dude it was like you're happiest here uh so i'm please don't take that advice to do that as a trainer that was that was totally actually actually let's be honest uh and again i don't know if this is necessarily advice but there is a psychological component with sometimes the things you do with your clients to get them mm. past certain, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like I had a guy who begged, like You're teaching her a lesson at the same time. I had a guy, right. I had to argue with him every fucking time we work out that, and he was a, you know, just, he was an innocent dude, but he was just totally out of shape, you know, dude, he worked a desk job, but he would debate with me about needing to do super intense workouts. And I would tell him, listen, a super intense workout is not for you. We're, we're getting your body to adapt. It's going to take some time. And he'd debate me. He'd debate me. He'd argue. He'd show up late to his workout. Then he'd complain that he wasn't sore. So finally, I, t- I said, okay, you want an intense workout? So I put him through a fucking circuit that made him throw up. <laughs> and uh, he never asked me again. And I, I mean, it was totally, and again, I don't think you should do that. It was probably the wrong thing to do, but it did work on him. He stopped asking me <laughs> and um, then, you know, we started training properly. Well, I mean, it's keeping it real. These are situations that if you decide to become a trainer that you're going to have to deal with. Exactly. Like, do you guys ever train anybody that like that on purpose? Like, okay, I'm going to show you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you want to get sore? We're yeah, no, sore. you, some people, <laughs> you, you, yeah. well, the, uh, some people you'll have to, like, no matter how much, uh, you know, science. And I think that's also what challenges you as a trainer. Like, I, and that's why I used to love it. I'm like, God, now I I have to go home and I need to go find the goddamn study to show to this person like no let me show you <laughs> like let me show you the science behind why we don't want to do this so it did make me grow as a trainer so I find that but you also have that attitude right you have to be a, a trainer who uh, looks at it that way that okay you know this person is a pain in the ass this person I don't like training I don't want to train they're making my job completely miserable but I'm not going to let that affect what a great trainer I am. I'm going to be a great trainer. This person's still going to love me. And she did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. Didn't you kick her out, though? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. I had. I, know, a, I, I was really on my way out by that time, too, though. That, that was a, that was late in my my final years of working for the company, and I knew I was leaving. There's listening? always, like, one distinctive Probably, one. Yeah. You think she's listening right now? That's that one that, that Even would always want me to make there's her puke. No, there's, nothing that I would, there's nothing that I wouldn't say to her, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I kept it real with her, too. Like, it doesn't. Dude, the one I had, too, would also, she would go on all these business trips, and she had planned out, like, she would hire a trainer when she was gone, and just to, just to beat the crap out of her. Like, she could not go without that you so know she'd I mean? like 
cheat on you, but with someone who's cheat on, and, and then she would pit me against their workout and be like, well, you know, oh my God, I had like, I was so sick and, you know, sore, like, uh, you know, and this workout is like, yeah, you know, like all like talking shit. And I'm just like, you know what? Did like, you take this her is an unhealthy. <laughs> did you beat her up? Did you take her through a hard ass workout? I didn't for a while. I just kept putting it back at her. I'm like, well, that's the wrong mentality. Damn, that's it. And then, no, no, no. Cause oh, then I mind. did do it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and I was like, listen, you know, you want to puke? Let's puke. <laughs> what <laughs> Here happened? Here we go. I had her. <laughs> do I have to say what I did? Okay, I, I, had her, I had her running like on on the stairmaster, you know, that revolving stairmaster one. Guilty right here, yeah. boy. Well, oh my god! Here. I was like, I was like, faster, you uh, know, no. faster, and then she kept going. And then like after that, you know, we did. Um, you know, a lot of calisthenics, and then I had a running, and it was it was totally a CrossFit workout, oh. and I was like, Bleh. but you know, on the on the flip side, you get you know clients that you just can't wait to train because yeah. for whatever reason, I've built some incredible bonds. In fact, going full time here, so difficult to tell some of these people that I wouldn't be able to train them anymore. It was so hard. I don't know how you guys felt about that. Oh but. yeah. It was yeah. like it, it was, was. I was like losing sleep over it, man. Because well, yeah, you build such a, a tight relationship with these people. You see them like a lot of times, and you know you're your not family. Gonna, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Like in the stories, they 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 tell you like during this process, like all these like intimate things that you talk back and forth, and you just don't realize how connected you are to these people. So it's almost like. Um, God, it's like on one hand, I feel responsible for these people. I've been training for eight, nine, ten, twelve years, or whatever. Um, so I feel like God, what you know, I I want them to continue, you know, this fitness journey without me, which is kind of stupid for me to think they've done it for that long. You know, they're probably going to do it. Mm-hmm. But then there's a flip side that I don't. I know myself. I know I get engulfed with work. I'm busy. I'm not going to see these people nearly as much as I used to. Yeah. And I know some of these people I won't see for a long time. Yeah. That was a tough man. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, was, some of them used to watch my kids. You know, it was like a really tight knit group. You know, well, we all kind of. Knew I mean, each I other. I still come in here on Saturday mornings, and you know, I I have a, a a good little group that I still I actually train them all for free. I do just a, and it's my way of kind of giving back to them because I feel like I've received so much, although they were clients of mine for such a long time that they're. A lot of uh, uh, older, smart businessmen and women that uh, that were some of my favorite clients that I've had for a long time, and uh, you know I've kind of extended that offer to them that hey, when I'm in town, I'll I'll get up early on Saturday and I'll meet you guys down here. Now we get to come in the facility, so it's really cool. So I bring them down here and. We do a lot of because I don't see them or train them anymore, and and let's be honest, I know that they don't go lift weights like they should and train and do all the things they should be doing. I'm very aware of that, and I watched the progression of me uh, pulling away from them. So it was a very hard thing for me to, to, and it was tough for me to figure out like how am I going to solve this and to be to be okay with. Because you feel responsible, you feel I partially do. I, responsible. Oh, absolutely, I felt yeah. responsible. I mean, these people relied on me to motivate them, to train them, and to educate them on health and fitness. And just like you said, I know they're all they're, these are very smart people. They, it's not like yeah. they. Oh my God, what do I eat now? Oh my God, what do I live? You know what I'm saying? It's not a matter of them not knowing they're intelligent. It's more of just, I, I was a part of what made that experience for them more enjoyable and good. And, and you realize that when you pull away because you start to notice uh, them, them not doing it. And I, and what I first noticed was I went from seeing these people two, three times a week to two times, then to one time and then to just very sporadically and I can see their movement. Like they yeah, just, their, their mechanics are like, and I'm like, Whoa. And so that's where it's I It's like frustrating. Oh, it was, it was, you know, it was, it, it was, happens. It was wearing on me so much that I was like, listen, this is the deal. Like, I don't feel comfortable with charging you guys anymore because I have to travel so much and cancel. And I've got other things going on. You guys know that. 
Um, so I'm going to extend this to you for as, as long as I can possibly do this. And I'll try and do it for as long as I can, which is any Saturday that I'm in town, I will always hold this class with you guys for free and you guys can come and then I don't feel guilty if I got to cancel last minute and head out of town or something. So, um, and they've always been very appreciative. So I've been doing that for a long time now where, well, see that just highlights some of the, cause you just, you know, earlier you said about how you don't make a ton of money as a trainer. You can do okay. But there's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more value than that in working in training. You know, people. I mean, for me personally, um, I had job offers. You know, I trained very successful people, business owners, who then offered me a job and pay, want to pay me a lot of money. And the one thing that kept me in fitness was, you know, there's nothing quite like working with someone over the course of months or years and changing or helping them change their own lives in positive ways and having them come in and see these changes and the way they move and their personalities and how healthy they've become. It is so, it's such a rewarding thing to have, you know, people acknowledge that or to see that, you know, I always, I've, I know I've talked about this on the, on the show before, but one stands out to me. I had a client who was in her eighties and, um, she couldn't move very well. Lots of immobility, whatever. We'd worked together for about six or seven months. It wasn't even her day to work out. She walks in through the front door, super excited with her cane, you know, coming in all excited and she you know, kind of stops my training session and, and comes up and gives me a hug and a kiss. And she says, Sal, she goes, I just bought groceries next door and I closed my trunk all by myself. She had like an SUV. She was able to reach up and pull the trunk down and close it. <laughs> and it, was just, it stood out to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that to me was worth... And the funny thing is at that moment, I had been contemplating doing something else because again, owning a small business, a well, you know, wellness facility, training people, getting offers to make, you know, make way more money. I was like, God, am I doing the right thing? Like maybe I should, she came in and said that. I'm like, I'm doing the right yeah. thing, man. Oh, well, a part of what, uh, and, and I know that's why you're still training these people for free yeah, on Saturdays. I, yeah, yeah. You, you, you I definitely, know. it is the part that you, I mean, I, I also, man, it's, it comes back tenfold to for sure. And especially when you, I think you, you generally do something like that and you, and you do it with uh, the right intentions. It just naturally happens. And then part of that is, uh, and you guys know just from the time that we've been working together, like I'm so big on relationships and relationships with people. And like, that matters to me. It matters to me. Uh, the, I feel like, you know, what, what are we all here doing and stuff like that? And when, when we, when you meet and encounter new people, like I want to leave a good impression on you. And I want, I want, I want to have made an impact, a positive impact in your life in some way or another. And I feel like when you, when you truly go about your life that way, especially in, in a training, as a trainer, you're provided lots of people to do that. I love that about the job. It allows me to interact with so many relationships. And I'm and I'm not 100% on Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people that I'm sure that fucking hate me. I mean, that's, uh, it's just, you can't make just every- a wild guess. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's people that just think I'm an asshole. A number and, of them And, and you there. know what? Like, that's part of that. Part of that is what I, what I love about the job is that, you know, sometimes uh, you do rub somebody the wrong way and it gives you that experience to like, the man, oh, that was a great learning experience. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I thought I could get away with saying that, that, to, to, that that person would receive that well and they did It's like a total social test kitchen. Yeah. You know? Like it- and I feel like I was first introduced to that because I was a pretty, and my dad's, uh, my parents have called me out on this quite a bit because, um, you know, growing up, I was perceived a lot more as very shy, you know, like people didn't ever think that I had any personality or anything going for me, you know, like they were just like, wow, like he never talks. Mm. And like, I would always, I was crazy and let loose around my friends and everything, but like, I would barely ever talk to anybody growing up. And then, um, like 
at some point, uh, I forget. <laughs> Training, when you became a trainer, probably, right? Yeah, well, no, it? before that, it was actually when I was uh, bartending for the first time. And then I was like... That's crazy that someone who says that then became chose to be a bartender. Right. Well, I didn't... I, so opposite, right? It yeah. was, it was oh, so yeah. weird. It just kind of happened because one of my friends was like, you know, you can make money doing this and like make good money. Um, and then I just was so as the bartender or as, as, a as the bartender because oh, okay. I first started, I was in college and then one of my one of my buddies from the football team he got me a job there and then uh, I realized I would make the most money doing that and then, and then but I was like wow this is going to be challenging for me like because I just I don't know how to like sit here and just have a, a conversation with a random person yeah. you know and like carry it you know and so that was a really hard thing for me and then i just had to like practice and practice and practice and then finally it kind of became a thing where it's like once you relax and you you can you can like enjoy it and and learn your mistakes and learn you know how to kind of come back with uh you know better content or whatever like it it would make the whole job experience a lot better and and then i would carry that into to personal training where it's like i started over again i was like i was unsure about like you know what i was saying and then i was over analytical but then I started to warm up and be like, no, I started gaining that confidence. And then it's like, oh, yeah. And then it became super fun. You know, it's funny. I, I wonder, there's got to be carryover. I wonder if you would have even become a trainer or done as well as you did had you not had that experience as a bartender. Because that's yeah, got to know. have some carryover, right? Yeah. Especially for someone who found that aspect well, of it challenging. It's crazy, too. that Because it was never, for me to talk to people is never challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be, I don't know if I'd necessarily yeah, if I could literally like pin. You. Yeah, I could literally pinpoint it to that because like before that it was. I was just very centered around like two friends at a time, mm-hmm. you know, or like, you know, a couple friends. And I would just give them all of my personality and you know, let loose. Otherwise, it was like, uh, God, get and then, away from me. And then Justin comes into 24 Hour Fitness and, and then it meets me as his. Uh, uh, yeah, the over charismatic. Like, yeah, tw- yeah, let's do this. 25 years like, old. Holy shit, he's touching me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's. Inappropriately. Uh, they, uh, when HR, you think about how yeah. things like unfold like that, it's really unique. But I mean, that could be a pro and con. Uh, you can look at that either way, right? Because some people. Uh, really thrive and enjoy that part of the business then other people uh, dread that and fear that like in and I in my experience as a fitness leader where I have had had a lot of trainers working for me it was very common that you would find uh, either or like I either had a trainer who loved to talk and loved to be all chatty Cathy with their client and they were great relationship builders with their clients but then they were awful trainers you know they were just unprofessional drinking coffee while they train them program design is awful they're flirting half the time like it's just you're just like oh my god shoot Which me I think that's probably the worst it, it is you know what I mean when, when you well, see yeah. the creepy trainer that's like spotting a squat all close and it's like dude <laughs> fucking calm down I hate bro. that because it gives it, it gives us bad name Literally, it ruins yeah. the fight. Yeah, it ruins it, man. Of course, of, co- I, of I course. I can't stand it. But I mean, I think there. I think. Gross. But I will say this: that's probably one of the hard things. Actually, that is one of the hard things about being a trainer. Is yeah. uh, there's lots of sexual chemistry. If you're, I don't care if you're a man or f- male or female trainer, you're going to at some point encounter a client that's going to have a crush on you. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. And some of these clients are very obvious about it. Most mm. of them aren't. You could just tell, but some of them are very obvious about it. And 
You got to. I mean, that that part kind of sucks. You know what I mean? When you've yeah. got that client, you're like, God sometimes damn it, what the do line I do? gets crossed, and then it's like, oh, where? How do I deal with this now? Yeah, like like I got to see this person. They have 30 sessions with me left, or whatever. Yeah, and they made that joke, or whatever. They patted me on the ass the other day. Like, well, and if you're somebody that this happens a lot to you, it's something that will either build or destroy your business. Yeah, and then this. Oh is yeah, a, don't give it. It, it that. depends on how you react to it. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is something I I would speak to uh, quite often with trainers as I'd onboard them and say, listen, especially if I knew they were very good looking and knew that they were they were going to attract you know clients hitting on them and stuff. I would tell them, I said, listen, there's going to become a, t- a time where you know uh, your client's going to be hitting on you. You're going to be tempted. They're going to be beautiful. They're going to be smart. They're going to be whatever. And you know if you become that trainer who gives into that. And you cross that line, it will forever ruin your business. And I don't care how much you play it out in your head that you can make it work and it won't, and you're going to be quiet about it, and not tell anybody, or oh, you really like this. One hundred percent out of one hundred percent of the time. It, yeah, 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 yes, yeah, every it, time it'll it, squash you. It will. It will end up, and it, and it maybe doesn't happen right away, or even month, months later. Maybe it takes a while for it to happen, but and then you become known as the trainer who does that, mm-hmm. like, and it will just kill you. Now, if it happens a lot to you. And you learn to conduct yourself professionally, and you know that, and you and you learn that. Okay, I understand these people are going. Wasn't to- there some yoga studio where the instructor was like banging everybody after class? Oh my god! What? Yeah, they got like in trouble for this. I swear, we should we should look this Did up. Did you look? The, I, yeah. I want to look that up. The yeah. yoga instructor. Yeah, was, it was like they were. That's uh, the place I went. She to. was running like a kind of a um, almost like a. Prostitution. Oh, so it was like there. one of those massage parlors. It was kind, like, yeah, but like, come get, go yoga, get yoga and then get, and then get and then banked. In the back room. You, wow. You, you, you oh, get, so was it private? There was, yeah, there was like a, like a private session. After so that. I'll be, truth be told, I almost did this. Right? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, this, I'm real talk here. I'm going to share this with you guys. Wow. Whoa. So I actually, uh, be, because I knew that, because I knew that I had uh, clients uh, that had motives like that, and I knew that I was professional and I was. Uh, whoa, able, where are we going? I, because of this, I knew that. Be careful. We're not going to edit this out. No, 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 no. It's okay. Uh, you know, we keep it real here. Yeah. Uh, I never followed through. I never finished it. So it's okay. It's definitely okay for me to talk about it. But I, it crossed my mind mm. enough to where I so actually- you only went in a little. I actually paid for the yoga certification. And this was what I was- I was going to charge a very top dollar to come to your house and do private yoga with you. Oh. And in order for to do that, I needed to become a yoga specialist myself. So I was going oh, through okay. the whole certification process and I wanted to get good at it first. And really, the only thing that stopped me from doing it was at the same time that I was really on this like bulk, big, you know, getting big kick. And it was just so conflicting with what I was. And I was like, you know, there's no way, like, I really. Totally inflexible. And I'm not stupid, right? I knew that I was going to appeal to a demographic of women that would love to have me come to their house and fucking stretch them out for an hour. Like, I'm not stupid. And I know, and I know we're in the right area to do something like that. I'm seeing dollar signs. Right. And I was like, okay. And if I, if I'm really good at this and I do it well and I actually package it right, I can make some good money doing this. No, we could still pimp them out. I think we can because we can promote this. The reason why I never pulled the trigger is because I look so ridiculous doing yoga because I'm so not limber like that that I'm like I can't do this I can't come See, in I can't come in all seductive and stuff like that and then go and then go to do my yoga and then be like all bad at it here's you know the thing. Like, it'll be, my own ass. it'll be then it'll be like here's so bad if it'll I was be... if I if I was married if I was married and my wife's like oh I got this yoga instructor's gonna 
come do yoga, I'd be like, let me hang around for the first session. And fucking bodybuilder Adam walks in. <laughs> I'd be like, With a boom box. I'd be like, yoga? Yeah. I'd be like, maybe he's really good at yoga. And then I'd watch yeah. him be like, no, you're not inviting him for yoga. He fucking sucks at yoga. Why is he you wearing know what, a though, cop but, uniform? But I would see, put in that, put in that situation because that I have to know that that would happen to me at one point. I would walk up to you and definitely formally introduce myself to you right away, invite you to be a part I'd of see it. see right through that. And, oh, well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Maybe because you're another Jedi too, but I mean, I would definitely, I would definitely try would and make you, you feel very Jedi. secure with with uh, with allowing me to stretch with your wife yeah. in her in your bedroom, you yeah. know. So like, I'm sure that uh, for, <laughs> those are fighting words. <laughs> or I'd record it. I'd be one of those weird no, guys. Well, it never happened. It be was one of those weird guys. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, can you just like, train oh, my yeah, part of my program? I feed her grapes. I mean, we never, Watch I, me. You know what? That makes. Come me, on, do you do? I think it would make good money though. And we're, I don't we're, know. Maybe I think I tell you what. I hated training people in their homes though. Yeah. I couldn't stand that. I would never do that ever because I tried it a little bit. No, I still. It do always it. takes way more time than you think it's going to. Then you There's go no to the house. Music. It's like, yeah, it's, 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 I, and then it's you got to dr- drive back to the gym or whatever. And I, there was, you know, I did it a couple times. I just did not like it. I do not like training people in homes. It sounds like a great idea, but I have yet to meet a trainer mm. who's super successful just training people. No, in I their do homes. it. I do it, and I'm successful at it. But I don't. Yeah. I don't like it. It's not one of my favorite parts of. That's any- actually where I made the most money. Yeah, I do exactly. You make good money on those people. Normally, those people are they're normally stay at home moms that have a kid or two. And they have a husband who has a very, very good job, and like money's not an issue. Or I'm just a busy professional that's always leaving and yep, single. Yeah, I have a lot of those. Yes, so I, I definitely I, there's actually good money and good business in it. I don't I agree though. Just it, I, mean, I, I, I like, like I like the gym atmosphere to get me in the mood to like want to train. I feel my programming suffers when I train you at home. It's hard for me to yeah uh, get into the. You workout. don't have all the right tools. But then I have some clients like so. I have so I have a a lady of mine that I still see in her home like that and. But her her focus is different. So we like if her focus was like Adam, I really want to lose a ton of weight and I want to do. This, she just wants to feel better. So sometimes like we will walk, we'll do a mobility stuff, we'll just stretch a lot. So I actually enjoy doing that and training at her house. But you know if you're going to build a whole business around training at someone's home, you're going to get a lot of people that really want to get in good shape at home, and that's just because like I've seen businesses showing up with your bands and dumbbells. Well, I've seen like, oh. so many businesses of trainers that uh, start the whole mobile training, and they've got like a. A trailer or something or a truck. It's got equipment in the back. God, speaking of that, I'm starting Nick, a new is business. Nick still doing that? I think he is. I think did he, he expanded. Do you guys know anybody that did well truck. doing that? Well, if my yeah. buddy Nick is, well, it, you know, reason why he did. You know, well who Nick, that. Nick is the trainer who I hired the same time as Justin. I thought he was going to yeah. be better. Oh, okay. And he does that. He does that mobile type training. Yeah, he does it. He does I just it don't on, know lots of people. He does that it do on well. campus though for uh, Google. So he's he's oh, already he got a contract. Yeah, he's already he was like their fitness manager there, and then you know they let him sort of bring his truck in, and then I think you know. He, mm-hmm. he just expanded. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's kind of franchising. I hope he does well with it. Like, it's a very. I, I hope it's it a, takes off. It's a him. very small. I almost did it. I literally. I oh. thought about it too, but then when I the more I looked at it, the more I thought, I don't know because I didn't know very many people that well, did it. What I what I saw was this because I also ran uh, group boot camps because I I was a that part was a of, thing for a second though too. It, though. Well, it was because we went through the dot com and then we crashed and then after we when we were going through dot com everybody. Everybody, we keep becoming having a personal trainer was like a cool thing. Like mm-hmm. if you were in the Silicon Valley, like everybody's making money hand over fist during that time, and they're like, "You don't have a personal trainer? I got a personal yeah. trainer." Yeah. You know, so it was a hip thing where you know sales were up like crazy, and then we went through the crash where we then everybody, like the pocket dog, everybody, you know, like in the purse. everybody freaked out, and the first thing that had to go was training because pers- that was like a, a luxury. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying to be able to say you had a trainer and they're so expensive. So then we, it was like, okay, so as a trainer, you had to reinvent yourself. Like, okay, how do I? 
get still make the kind of money I was used to making when everybody was just throwing money at me. So group training became the the transition, and it was a big transition. Yeah, those boot camps were big for a while. Yeah, no, I did I did really well with it. I, I did well enough to where I built a built them up in the Bay Area. I had trainers working for me and running different classes. So there was good money in doing it. But you know what? It ate away at me because. I knew I wasn't being able to provide a really good service. I hated it. I did some boot camps. And I, felt, I felt gimmicky doing it. You and know? the programming is difficult yeah. because you have a class. That's why I'm not a big fan of, of group type training. And when I would teach a class myself, I ended up personal training people while the class was going yeah, exactly. on. Because I can't fucking handle You'd watching You'd hover you around the person that had the most like deviations and problems. Yeah, because I'm not going to let you fuck ah, shit up. No, just come over here. And this is why, so I talk about the class of the people that I allow to come in as a group on Saturdays to see me free. But what we do is like, I do like these like, almost like Ken stretch type of classes or like a mobility type class where they're all just working on hip and shoulder mobility, all things that are going to benefit everybody. In how the many class. people do you normally do that? Uh, there's like anywhere between eight to 15. Depending oh, really? On. It's that big. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, but what we do like, see, I, I could see doing that instead you know, of me yeah. doing like what I, but what More I used mobility. to do with those same people are work boot camp workouts, flipping tires, ropes and bicep curls and shoulder presses and squats and burpees. Yeah. And like now truth be told, if you want to make right. money and you're good, at teaching groups that's where it's at of course uh, because then your scalability is like you know as a personal trainer one-on-one you're limited but you still so be, limited but what made me leave that even that like you get to a point i feel like you know keeping things real as far as money and what you can do like once you get between that 100 to 150 mark uh income it really is and they cap out yeah you kind of can't no matter whether it's boot camps or something because when you're making that kind of money on boot camps you're, you definitely have to now hire. I had to hire trainers underneath me now to hu- handle the other ones. So now that cuts into my pay and my money that I was. I Most built. of these good trainers aren't going to be able to manage another trainer. And, and they don't care. I, I actually used to have to give them a percentage of my business because I wanted them to care about the retention sure. as much as I cared about the retention. And they don't. Yeah. And they don't. You know, so your, your, your business starts to sink when it's no longer you anymore. Mm-hmm. So you, it, it, even though it seems like a great idea and I thought it was also, and that's why I went that direction, group training is not the answer either. And, and I really did didn't like that. There's I some benefits to it, but the there is some negative. There, there, there is some benefits to it when, especially talking from revenue. But um, you know, I, I at that point in my career, I was I got past the money piece, and it was more about me and as a trainer and what I was doing for my people. And it can I, also feed into here's the thing too, though group class. This, this, I'll tell you why I did group classes at some point is it fed my personal training. Because I'd have these group, you know, boot camp classes. Oh, yeah, then you pull them aside and you're like, man, we really need to work on this. Well, I mean, it just naturally would happen. People then from there would want to hire me. They would seek it. Yeah, Yeah, hire me one on one. Oh, I think it's a, I think that's, I mean, you would, you know, this, I guess. I mean, I want to leave people listening with some strategies because I think there's not a lot out there that teach trainers really how to run their business. And if they work for a gym, they kind of follow that protocol. And then they have to do shit they don't want to do. Like, I've got trainers messaging me saying stuff like, Man, they tell me I have to sell this many supplements every month, and I really don't like this. They don't believe in them, or they're telling me I have to train people this way. And it's like, okay, you got to get through that before you can get to the part where. Wow, are they do? Are they are companies still holding like supplement uh, sales as a accountability? Like they have to. Yeah, do? I get I, messages I'm all the sure time. They do. Yeah, oh, I get them from shit. trainers. Oh shit! And they're like, "What do I do?" They're like, "What do I do?" Like, I, I got to keep. I want to be a trainer, but yeah, they're making me sell their supplements. Wow, you got to do it. You wow. have to do it or go off on your own, which is very difficult. Um, wow, I, I get. Why didn't I think that? I yeah. totally forgot that. We and used that to sucks. Have, that's what. That's one of the main I things that sucks that. about working in a yeah, gym. Yeah. 
is that at some they're going to make you do some shit you don't want to. And it's well, kind that's of, all the shit I used to get shit for on the weekends, especially because it was my responsibility to, to to ramp up those sale the sales of of all the supplements. And it was like I just would never do it because I was like I don't fucking believe in also, it. Also, why I'm so passionate about speaking out on that because I was such a I was such a bad trainer with that. I used to mm. sell the shit out of supplements. Yeah. Well, hold on I a second. I would sell you, but you weren't you weren't just uh, a bad you weren't necessarily a bad trainer. You took a shit ton. Oh of yeah, no, I did. You t- believed in well. That's LSA. why. Yeah. That's why you know I feel like a piece of shit. But it really, I, I was because I did the same thing. But yeah. that's because that was, I was, that was the, my religion. I was drinking the Kool Aid yeah. too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I, I would never like be pushing shit on people. Be like, oh, this shit works. I've never used it in my life before, and I think it's a joke. No, no. Yeah. I was taking it and like, yeah, take this and take. Oh, I love this, and then take that, and then take this, and then you know, then we'll run cycle off of that, and yeah. then we'll run this. Like fucking, there's nine hundred dollars worth of supplements. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> seriously, it was. Because uh, we made, because we made what fifteen percent, fifteen percent commission off of it yeah, or whatever I would it was. Tank on subs like all the time. I would do yeah, great. You, yeah, training. you were pretty, suck. You at were terrible. Well, you know what? And I would actually, I would like try really hard to sell them too. But you just didn't. I take just them. couldn't do it. I you didn't, couldn't sell it's it. It's because you didn't take them. Yeah. That's the thing too. A lot of people need to realize, like really, really good salespeople believe in what they're selling. Yeah, they're, and they're Justin just it. never yeah. really believed in supplements. Yeah, didn't. that's no? why he couldn't sell. Yeah, I was a supplement whore, so everybody shit. took supplements. Right. Yeah, I'm sure I, you were like just like me, right? I mean, I'm sure you. Oh, everybody, because I loved them. Yeah, yeah. Because I, st- you know, I thought yeah. they were so great. Yeah. And then no, I stopped it, taking it, them. Except like, for oh. speed stack, I, I believed in that. Wow, that's gonna be. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it worked. You have to. That shit hits you. You know, that has to be a major challenge for trainers. I didn't even think about that. Talk about a con for somebody if you go work for a company. Imagine if you're a trainer, you're listening to Mind Pump, you're learning how to become more successful as a trainer, and one of our main messages is, most supplements are kind of crap. Well, here's another. They're con- probably so conflicted. Like, yeah, what do I do? No, that reminds me of another con. Then I, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking about. Okay, so uh, one of the most challenging things about when I uh, was working for Orange Theory was, you know, how do how do I go work for a place that we kind of speak out against with as far as the way everything's done program wise and this and that? Like, well, how do you do that? And I well, said, they well, push the intensity. Yeah, exactly. Right. A lot of things that we kind of speak out against. Well. You know, here's the way I look at it with uh, these companies. You have to kind of take the good with the bad. Like what I do like about it and what I, and how I would justify was I think when if when it comes to group training, which I think is inferior by far to private training with somebody by every time far, by far. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good it's, it's always going to be. So that's a that's a no brainer. That's an and nobody all anybody can try and argue that no, all you day can't long. individualize a group like you can with a person. Exactly. With one so person. that's it's like that's so that's common a, knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. Common knowledge. I think that as far as programming for a class setting, I don't I don't think it gets better than that. I think they're doing it better than anybody else. Better than any, it's like being on the top of the shit pile or being the tallest midget. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not like, oh it's, just, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's nothing, it's nothing to be all excited about, but it's, I, I think you have to learn to do that. So if you work for a company, you, do you like that one? Or uh, yeah. Sorry. That one got me. Whoa. So you, when you work for a company like that, who's, you know, having you push and su- sell supplements, I mean, what are the things you are getting from that company too? Are they teaching you a lot about the development as a, as a trainer and how to build your business? And are you getting a ton of leads filtered? Do you, do you have great job security? Are you getting uh, furthering your education through them? Like, are they, is it providing you a great atmosphere? So, you know, you have to ask those things because there is going to be a give and take when it comes to becoming a trainer and working for somebody else. I mean, there's a lot of cons when it comes to that. And I think you have to be moldable or be kind of a chameleon uh, as you're going through it. You well, know? I mean, if especially because tra- trainers tend to be passion driven, it's just tough. It's tough to do anything you don't necessarily fully believe in. Um, but, you know, I always look at it this way. If you plan on being a personal trainer 
uh, for a long period of time and have it as a career of yours for a long period of time and you want to just stay a trainer, you don't want to get into management, eventually you will move off on your own and then you can do, you know, you can control all the variables. Otherwise, working in corporate fitness, you tend to move up into management. Yeah. And by that point, you, 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 you're you drinking the Kool-Aid and you love what it's, you're doing. It's a numbers game. And it's all good. Yeah. Listen, if you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, You'll get a free Mind Pump t-shirt. Also, check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. And if Adam offended you, you can go on Instagram and find him at Mind <laughs> Pump Light him up. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes Maps Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. Mind Pump.